0: So the logo was drawn with honey. I just like drew it onto paper and scanned it, and that was the logo. Hold and up, what?
1: Yeah, go back to that. Go back to that.
0: Sticking with it for this long is not like it's not just. Uh, it's not easy. One thing that I want to do via Ray is like design for good and then quit and realize that I didn't really know who I was. So without it, I don't know if I would be here today. So yeah, it's tough, but like, if you love it, you'll figure something out. You'll find a way to do it. I'm Jack Raybuck, and I'm tapped in with Uncontested Vision. I love these guys.
2: A big shout out to all my visionaries out there. Thanks for being tapped in with Uncontested Vision. We feel the love. We see you guys, and we appreciate it. This is episode two of the Visionary Series podcast. My name is Jaden McKenzie, aka J-Mac.
1: And yes, sir. What's the fucking deal, gang? It's your boy, Super Zedic guy, Zaron Michael. Y'all
2: went crazy on episode one with Kai Colors. That's available anywhere y'all get podcasts, as well as YouTube. So if you haven't already, make sure you go tap into that. We got a really special guest this episode on the Visionary Series. I'm really excited to get into it. What we got?
1: Hell yeah, bro. We got my boy, Jack Ray Buck. You know, I've been tapped in with Jack for a long time. Obviously, I've been doing music for a little bit since 2015, and just coming onto the scene, I was looking for you know creative people to work with, and Jack was one of those guys. And of course, we had to reach out to him for our logo direction. Obviously, we just started on Contested Vision, so just looking for something to build upon with that, and we gave him the idea, and he killed it. He me. went so, crazy. Y'all may be seeing the logo and the most recent videos that yeah. we've been posting, and of course, you're going to see a lot more coming soon.
2: Most definitely. It's really cool. You'll hear a little bit of a fun fact about how that logo was created. It's it's super crazy. Something I've never heard about. Jack is crazy one of the most talented people I've I've ever met personally. And I'm really excited for you guys to hear our conversation with him. Hey, shout out all my visionaries, man.
1: You already know it's your boy Zara Michael, aka Super Z the guy. We're here with Uncontested Vision. We got my boy Jack Ray Buck. What's up, Jay? Talk to us. What's
2: up, man? Yeah. If y'all don't know me, Jaden Minshew or Jaden McKenzie on Instagram. Um, here with Uncontested Vision, here with the GOAT, man. Jack. I, I think I met you first time I met you it was around the time Fuse One was happening, and um, just instantly, just first of all, that whole core that you guys had, the, the, just the fearless core around that time, was super inspiring to me. And uh, yeah, all you guys were super talented, so I'm I'm glad to to know you, Jack. And um, yeah, you you continue to inspire me as just a creative and and stuff like that. So
1: yeah, no appreciate it, bro.
0: Yeah, I appreciate you guys thanks for having me here
1: for sure for sure bro so yeah just tell us obviously we know you you know jack ray buck the goat um tell us a little bit about yourself
0: what yes. do you do um i work full-time as an art director i live out here in phoenix arizona um working as an art director at an agency out here um I moved out here about a year and a half ago. I spent most of my life growing up in Kansas, and that's where I met all of you guys. Um, I played basketball my entire life till I was about seventeen, and then quit and realized that I didn't really know who I was without basketball. <laughs> so it was definitely like a multiple year long process of like self rediscovery and figuring out what I enjoyed. Um, And through a lot of different things, I found out that I liked taking photos and making images in Photoshop. Um, All of that turned into me going to school, getting a degree in graphic design, um, doing a lot of work in music. That was sort of my introduction to design, was designing for music, so album covers, flyers merchandise, social graphics, stuff like that. Um, and still years later to this day, it's something that's sort of like a foundational piece of of my freelance practice is doing a lot of music-based work. Um, so yeah, that's, that's where I met the two of you. Uh, like Jaden said, we had a lot of really cool, talented, super, super creative people in one space. Um, and I think that period of time definitely helped just Get me excited about design and about art. Um, so without it, I don't know if I would be here today, or at least as passionate about the work as I am today. Um, but yeah, like I said, I work I work full time at a at an agency out here, and then in my free time, what free time I have, I try to do personal projects, um, freelance projects, things that. I just don't necessarily have the opportunity to do it my full-time job, just by nature of the kind of work that we do, it just doesn't correlate. Um, right, right. So having like having my own freelance practice gives me a space to play and to try and mess up and to learn new things. And, um, again, work in some spaces that I don't ordinarily get to at my nine to five.
1: Right. So that's what's, that's what originally took you out to Phoenix. What would, would be your job?
0: Well, actually, um, as I was finishing up my graphic design degree, I knew I wanted to move after I was finished because I just had lived almost my entire life in like the suburbs of Kansas, and I just was ready to just ready to move um, somewhere else, see see something new, new people, new culture, um, and so Carly, my girlfriend, and I had a few, like a short list of places that we were really excited about and interested in moving. She actually grew up out here in Arizona. So she was already kind of familiar with the area. Um, And so that's what brought us out here. I didn't even have a job um, when I graduated. Like I just, we said we were gonna move and that we would figure it out when we got out here. And it just all worked out that by the time we did get out here, I had something lined up. So
2: that's awesome.
1: Yeah, for sure, bro. That sounds like a uncontested vision for sure. Uh, that sounds like an uncontested vision. Like just, you know, like you said, didn't even have really things planned for real, but just leaping out on faith and leaping out on that passion for what you want to do for your life. I'm not, again, that's very inspiring. And that's how, you know, we've always been able to connect kind of on that level of just what we wanted to accomplish, um, you know, again, within life. So definitely appreciate that, bro. Um, that's super inspiring to hear.
2: How do you, how do you like it out there so far? So you've been out there for what, three years? Right now,
0: like a year and a half. We moved, a last, and a half. Okay. we moved last June. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. Like the, the weather's great. It is 80 outside right now. Like, the, Holy cow. you Go know, and swim in the apartment pool right now, if you wanted to, it's, it's that nice out and a little heated, um, but the weather's great. The food's great. The culture is really, really cool and interesting. Like a lot, of, a lot of creative people out here in Phoenix. I think just, I mean, the population is way larger out here than in Kansas City. So just naturally, you're going to have more people doing more things. Wow. Uh, but there's a lot of really, really interesting creative people and creative practices out here in the Phoenix Scottsdale area. That's really what's most exciting is there's always like a a pop-up event going on that you can go to and meet someone new doing something that inspires you to go and try something new like it's fuel for inspiration for sure just being around like a more vibrant and bubbling um art scene
2: yeah that's awesome bro and and it's awesome to see that you know, someone like you who is who is so talented is in an area that it's that's super conducive to their creativity. And, and and it's awesome to see that you're still so energized about your passion. Um, I know a lot of people, you know, few people that I, I came to know whenever around the same time I knew you that maybe aren't doing, you know, music anymore or aren't doing X, Y or Z anymore. So I, I love to see that you're still doing that and still, you know, I'm super passionate about it because I, I was telling Zarin, like one of our first came to know you and figured out, Oh, Jack, Jack did that art and that art for that person. And that. I, I literally told Zarin, tell me if you remember this. I said, bro, Jack is your Virgil. Did oh, I not yeah, say yeah. that? yeah Tell yeah, me sure. I'm not Kevin. I said that shit. And I see it like, you know what I'm saying? Like if, if you guys don't know Virgil Abloh, rest in peace, rest in peace, but um you're super talented. So I wanted, I wanted to get into this. you have. um Ray Buck, right? Your your um freelance practice. Freelance practice, right. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about what you you know want to see come to fruition through that.
0: So like I said earlier, um well, actually, maybe I'll circle back on what you were just saying. So sticking with it for this long is not like it's not just uh it, it's not easy like doing it as long as i ha- i mean sticking with it as long as i have has taken a lot of work to like stay excited stay passionate because when i first started i wasn't like i didn't grow up an artist like i said i grew up playing sports so i didn't grow up drawing i didn't have um, any sort of artistic sensibilities like i still to this day can't really draw so like when i first got in it was exciting it was new it was fresh but as time goes on it kind of like fatigue sets in and you're having to you're having to find reasons to like sit back down and keep at it right like especially when you can't really see anything any end game in sight you don't really know like what you're working towards it can be hard to sit down every day and draw or sit down every day and conceptualize and ideate and create images. Um, So anyway, all of that to say that it was, it was very, it was hard and it still is hard to this day to like continue to sit. I mean, I'm 28, I'm almost 30. So like a lot of people, like I think you said by now have sort of not given up, but taken the foot off the gas a little bit. At 28, it takes a lot of, like, concentrated effort to want to sit down and learn something new, watch a YouTube tutorial on something to deepen the bag, like, whatever it is. Um, Ray Buck is the freelance practice, the space where I can make whatever I want, do whatever I want. Again, the type of work that I don't necessarily get to do at my full-time job, things like Music-related work, um, branding work, type design, lettering work, um, illustration work, just the, the kinds of things that excite me. Um RayBuck is sort of my playground to, to, to play, to mess up, fail, learn, and sort of continually develop my practice and figure out, like, who I am as a creative. But long-term vision, it's a you know, full-fledged design studio. Um, Again, working probably in more niche, like, types of projects, like the ones that I just described. But ideally, I get to a place where I get to work with whoever I want to work with. Like, I'm only taking on projects that really, really excite me. Um, But then also, one thing that I want to do via Raybuck is like design for good. I came my last job, I did a lot of work with um, nonprofit clients, pro bono clients. And it's something that for a while now I've consciously been thinking of like when I do get this thing off the ground and it's in a, you know, self-sustaining place, I want to, I want to leverage my talents, whatever talents and skills I have, whatever knowledge I have to help whoever I can help. Like I, I think it's really important, <clears throat> excuse me, to um to, to use your skills to help others. Like use what you're really good at to to be helping other people. So that is definitely going to be a concentrated part of the practice. But um yeah, that's I think the long the long of it all, the long story short is that it's just a space for me to to play and to do the kinds of work that I'm not getting to do between the hours of nine and five.
1: I wanted to, I wanted you to finish, but it's crazy, bro. Just because I'm not gonna lie, that exact description literally sounds exactly what I how, what I picture for uncontested division, bro. It's just so crazy. Like I said, and and not trying to, I'm gonna double back either, but just to go back to kind of where you were saying of, um, you know how how much it takes as far as the drive that you actually need to want to continue to do this at your age. Bro, I don't know if you know, but like I'm literally, I literally feel like I have just went through the exact same shit as just far as me wanting to kind of step away from music, um, you know, as of late. And I think it's just because, like you said, you just get this fatigue. Like with me, like obviously I'm 25, but I, uh, I feel like that I'm kind of wiser than my years. Um, so with that, it's like I feel older in my mind. So I'm like, damn, how long is this gonna take for me to actually see the elite success that I originally pictured for myself? Um, within the music industry, but at the same time, I had to kind of understand. Okay, I know that I'm talented at this, but I have other talents as well, and I, now I need to figure out how to leverage um, what I want to do, which is bring value to a community. So, being bring value to a c- creative community, um, and of course, again, like you said, we use the relationships I build within that to help others along the way. Um, so, bro, yeah, that's super crazy. I, I definitely it's, it's called Ray Buck is it Raybuck right back us Raybuck us
0: just Raybuck. just yeah. ray
1: Book. okay but yeah that's super dope bro to hear um and again like you were one of the guys that continue to inspire me as i as i go through what i go through on my you know on my own as well i kind of just look to guys like you and i'm like okay shit ray Book can keep it pushing he can keep doing this he's still you know creating elite things and high level things um without necessarily the you know worrying about what comes with it, just focusing on that and creating high level things. Like you said um, with UV, obviously we're not looking to post every single rap artist in the city or post every single paint, you know, whatever it is on that you do, we definitely respect everybody's great creative lane, but it's like, it's kind of our playground to kind of pick and uplift the ones that we actually see that high level and that high ability in. I'm um, not saying that we're, you know, playing God or anything like that, but just more of a from standpoint of with us wanting to build a media company, we understand that a lot of the elite talent doesn't necessarily um, be, be put in a position to um, to be able to explore the work to a larger audience. Um so with me, I have a lot of relationships. I know a lot of people. I want to continue to grow that network so that um, the creators that we do believe in, we can leverage those relationships to help them in whatever fashion that may be um so yeah yeah super I'm I'm not trying to be too long-winded either but yeah that was just crazy bro
0: I think something that helped me a lot when I first started I I wanted to be like I, I I wanted to be I wanted to be known I wanted my work to be seen like that was really important to me when I first started and I think creatives at least early on could probably relate like whether you're making music or art, when you first start making and releasing, you really want to be seen and be heard and like be validated. And so very early on, I was kind of chasing that. Like, I want people to know that I'm creative. I want people to know that I have good ideas. I think what really helped me to kind of fight fatigue and wear down is just like reorienting the way that you're looking at your creative practice. Um, Yeah. Yeah. like I just needed to find better reasons to be doing the work that I'm doing, like helping other people, bringing other people's vision to life. Um, I think quitting basketball and picking all of this up was the best thing I ever did. Like, I never realized that I was a creative person until I stopped playing basketball. And even if I wanted to try to stop I couldn't like there's not a day that goes by where I don't sit down and draw or don't sit down and write or like I I can't get away from it it's just it's something in in me that just wants to be making things so it was a kind of a shift from like I'm doing this because um like I want to be doing things with my friends but also I want like you know, you look at like a Virgil and you're like, I, like, I want that. I want to be, this is like, I'm doing this so that I can be that. But I think again, I just needed to shift. Like I'm doing this because this is what I'm supposed to do. Like, again, I I can't go a day without wanting to do it. And when I don't have a productive day, it kind of gnaws at me. So I'm now like, this is just what I do and what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, and so, yeah, again, I think that that shift in mindset really helped just keep me. There's there's no not doing this
2: like. Facts, no bro. Facts. Yeah, I, I relate to that because I played football my entire life, you know, and some in, in, into college as well. And, you know, whenever I broke my leg my, my sophomore year and, you know, d- decided to stop playing football, it was it was a point in time where it's like, OK, I have all this free time now and it's like what who el- who am i you know at at in at the core um so i relate to that just tr- finding yourself after that that sport that you've devoted so much of your time to um and you know a creation like uv i think is is something that's the embodiment of that it's like finding your cre- your creative passion and and actually pursuing that um making that decision you know making that vote for who who i want to be who i am as a person outside of this this thing is is something that I think UV embodies for me. Um, I guess, do you, do you have anything to go into next, Zarin? Because I have a few uh, topics. Um, I, yeah, gonna...
1: so I was just going to say kind of just getting back into one Well, two things really quick. Um, one thing you said is, like you said, you didn't know you were creative until you stopped playing basketball. Um, and that's the and same for you, Jay. Um, it's the craziest thing because... We 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 do not really ever believe it, but we really are all creatives. Like if we're all created in God's image, in which He essentially painted um, an idea and brought it to fruition, that's essentially what we are as creatives, as bringing an idea to life. Um, And you know, just to use an example, like obviously my fiance Taylor, she just painted something last week. It was like for a Halloween contest, and she didn't really you know think that it was going to come out cool or come out nice. Um, but at the end of the day it was like really good like you know she uh, ended up being top three um, as far as the voting Um, and I was just telling her like again you don't understand that until you actually try something and do something that's really out of your comfort zone um, you may not really get it's really like shit it's not until it is right you know we're never it's something that's some like theoretical type shit but it's not until it is like unless you actually try and try to complete it you don't know if you are or not and um, we, re- but the, but the reality of it is, is that we all are, um, and to kind of go back to what Jack was saying, as far as what helped him get through the process. Um, for me recently, I feel like what's helped me is kind of just taking the small wins. Um, like, and for example, like last, you know, the other week, um, Jay Trey came over, and um, we're in the city, and then I was playing some of my music, and he's like rapping it word for word, and it just made me feel oh, good because I'm just like. Bro, that's crazy to me. Like, you know, somebody that, you know, I just started being in a relationship with, with over the last couple of years. He's literally, he knows my music. And it's like right. old songs that I wouldn't even be listening to right now for myself type shit. So then I started thinking like, well, okay, if he if he knows it, I know there's another person yes. that has listened to this shit. And that's thinking and rapping the same way. Uh, so, again, that just kind of just made me feel better in a, a standpoint of just altering my view, my view of what success is to me. Um, Because it's all different. We all, you know, success is kind of relative and it's the things that you achieve on a different level. I'm obviously I'm on I'm on one level now. So success for me in this standpoint will be what I would achieve on this level. And then going on to the next, there are different forms of success of how you um, achieve greatness within that within that level. Um, So, yeah, just adjusting my view on what success is to me, man, and kind of just where I'm at right now, I'm probably the happiest I've been in my life. Um, at this point trying to take on this new endeavor and create this company. So shit, that's a small that's a win, bro. Obviously we're, yeah. we're still building. We're we we're not there where we want to be yet, but that's success in my eyes.
2: Oh yeah it is. That's awesome. Um question that I have for you Jack is something that I feel like I'd like to gain some insight for my own personal life even. Um, and that is like, you know, you have a you have a nine to five, right? And you also have your your freelance practice. Um, same here, you know. I'm an, I'm an engineer, and, and I have a wife, you know, as well. And and we're doing this this um, this freelance um, practice as well, or not a freelance practice, but you know, our our own personal passion in, in UV, and we want to build it into a full scale company. But you know, we're we're on the journey right now. And with, with that being the case of really having like a significant other, but having a full-time job and doing your, your you know, your side passion, is it ever difficult finding time for everything or, or on a day-to-day, is it ever difficult to, you know, split, split your time to your full-time job and then come home and, and have time for the freelance practice and have time for, you know, girlfriend as well? Do you ever have difficulties with that?
0: Yeah, so when we moved here last June, there was probably like a full calendar year where I wasn't really doing any freelance stuff or even like personal stuff because it was my first full-time job in design, um, like working nine to five. The last thing I wanted to do when I came home or finished the work day was like reopen Photoshop or reopen it. Like the last thing I wanted to do after work was design more. So there was a long period of time where I wasn't doing anything. It was just too much. Um, and again, about a year passed. Finally, got to a more comfortable place in my full time job, like, understood processes and the systems and sort of figuring things out. And that's when just a little bit of weight was lifted off my shoulders. Now, I still work nine to five. So, like, I'm still designing all day. That hasn't changed, but for me, like I said earlier, I do it all because I just love doing it. Like, even if no one sees the things that I'm gonna do over here on my end, like that's okay because I do it because I love doing it. So I'm of the opinion very strongly that, like if you really love what you do, or it excites you, you'll find the time and the space to do it. Um, and again, I think I think reorienting, like rethinking what you're doing is really important. Not everything you make has to be like the best thing you ever made. Not everything you make even needs to be shown to anyone else. Like I said, probably 99% of the things I do over here on my end, no one ever sees just because like they're shitty, you know, it takes doing a lot of bad work to get to good work. So I think as long as you're doing what you're doing, because that's really what you want to do, because you really love doing it and because you can't go a day without doing it, like you'll find the time. Some days I'll sit for hours at my computer after work or on the weekend doing something personal. And some days it's just 10 minutes of sitting down and drawing or writing, but like, I got to scratch that itch, right. To some extent, like, like I said earlier, it's not a day that goes by where I'm not trying to do at least something creative, working my mind to some extent, um, because I just, I don't know any other way at this point, you know? So yeah, it's tough, but like, if you love it, you'll figure something out. You'll find a way to do it, even in small increments. That's a fact, man.
2: I appreciate that insight. That definitely makes sense, Jack. Um, man, I just like talking to you. You're a cool, cool ass guy, and um, I appreciate you for something. <laughs> Bye, <Bah. laughs>
0: uh, I'm Jack Raybuck, and I'm tapped in with uncontested vision. I love these guys. They're creative, happy, fun, loving, genuine people, and. I just wish nothing but the best for the two of you guys. So I really do appreciate bah. you. Dude, <laughs> Thank you Thanks, go book.
1: Go book. <laughs> <laughs>